What's going on everyone? I'm Chase and welcome to my review of Lamb, the newest film from A24. So what is this movie about? A childless couple, Maria and Ingvar, discover a mysterious newborn on their farm in Iceland. The unexpected prospect of family life brings them much joy before ultimately destroying them. So that's what the movie is about and to be quite honest with you, if I did not read that, I was still going to watch this anyways. The trailer was intriguing as hell. <laughs> it uh, it didn't really give away too much. It was just showing you that there's a couple on this farm in the middle of nowhere, uh, you know, uh, against the backdrop of a, a beautiful landscape. Then you have this lamb-human hybrid running around. And that's it. Lamb from A24. I saw the trailer and I was like, this is insane. What is this? It's A24. It looks weird. It looks freaky. I'm in. I love it. I, I love movies like this. They go against the grain. You don't know what to expect going in. You don't know how it's going to end. You're just on this weird journey and you are along for the ride. So after the trailer, I was super intrigued. Uh, so whenever I got the first chance to watch it, I was going to jump on that. Um, so I saw it and... I can understand why people like it a lot because when this pre premiered at film festivals and stuff, a lot of people um, were raving about it and I, I was following that buzz. And I can also understand some people that don't like it. There is a well-respected critic that I follow that does not like it. I am in that zone where it's kind of okay to slightly good. Because there's a lot of great aspects about this film that I can maybe teeter over to more of a positive side. But I still think the ending to a movie should be something memorable, right? And not really feel like someone has deflated all the air in a balloon. And then the credits just roll and you really don't know what to feel. That's kind of where I'm at with this one. <laughs> So let's dive right into it. Let me try to see if I can collect my thoughts and uh, spew them out for you guys in some very, very wonderful word vomit. Here we go. Director uh, Vladimir Johansson. I hope I pronounced that correctly. A lot of these names I'm going to probably mess up. I apologize in advance. What I like about the direction in this film is that it's a very moody film it's a very atmospheric film there is a sense of dread and anticipation and anxiety and nervousness that permeates throughout the entire thing while also having a dramatic core to it this is a couple that is like i said in the description is childless so you can probably get the hint that something has happened to them in the past with maybe a previous child that they had so there's a lot of grief going on and so that's the, the core of the film. It's encapsulated by a kind of fantastical, fable, horror film, maybe dark comedy. It's kind of a weird hodgepodge of a bunch of different things. But I will say uh, the main thing, a, a dramatic core about grief while also being a very atmospheric film really really utilizing its setting to its fullest advantage iceland is beautiful drop dead gorgeous 
But this film is also filmed in a very unsettling manner. So it's beautiful and unsettling to look at. And I think that's kind of the point. It's just like it's set in this, this wonderful place. It's it's just really just, just vibrant with landscape. But also it's set in isolation. It feels cold. You know there's something wrong and like you're just continuing to watch this and you don't know where it's going to end. So that kind of uh, suspense kind of building on top of one another in each for every scene it's just leading up to an explosive climax because the way this movie's kind of built out is the director has lit a match has lit a firework that's like a mile long right like the um um you know the 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 end point to the the firework is a mile away from your your lighting point um my brain is dead right now. I, I don't know what the word is <laughs> for the, uh, you light the wick or yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, so this film is playing the long game where you light the match, you light it and it takes a long time to get to that point, but you know, it's going to explode when it gets there. Um, but it's the anticipation and that journey unsettling feeling that you get before you get to the climax. I thought the climax of this movie, the actual explosion, if you will, was kind of weak, kind of lackluster, didn't really have as much punch as the director um, and their co-writer thought it was. It um, it's like it's like it was like deflating air from a balloon. Like so you're blowing up this balloon. It's like, all right, where do we go from here? It's like, well, you know. Tie it off and let it soar off into the sky. Let it have a great ending, right? No, it's like it's almost like someone just popped it at the last second and it's just done. It, it really just didn't have uh, as much of staying power as it should. Uh, so I thought the ending of the film was quite weak, even though everything else leading up to that was somewhat good. Um, but it kind of just lessened um, my liking for this movie for sure. Uh, once the credits rolled so yeah that's the best way to kind of describe um the direction of this film and just the story and just how it kind of flowed and how it how it got to that point i wish there was a little bit more i guess exploration for the ending uh is really not justified since it's only brought up i think like once before once again it's kind of weird um i get it it's going for more of a fantastical kind of fable feel to it um, so not everything has to be explained, but also when you have like 98% of your movie as one thing, and then like the last 2% just feels so out of place, it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth and then doesn't really, uh, make a good impression. You know what I'm saying? So, but I do, I do like the, the, the craft of the overall story and just the um, the overall look, the feeling, the pacing. I like all that uh, for the most part. So um, there's that. The performances. Um, Numi Rapaz, always a huge fan of her. Uh, I remember seeing her in the original Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Blown away by her ever since then. I love seeing her in projects. She's great here. A very um, controlled performance. Very kind of subdued. Just a very very quiet uh type of performance you know the the couple that we're dealing with here and her and uh the actor that plays her husband 
I'm not going to make myself look like an idiot on the internet, even though I already do most of the time. I'm not going to even pronounce the name. I apologize. I'm going to call it a character's name, Ingvar. So her and Ingvar, you know, they have a lot of pain inside of them, a lot of separation, a lot of isolation towards one another. And so that's reflected in the setting. Um, And so there's not a lot of conversation between them. But it's a very physical performance from both of them. It's a very, you know, facial kind of body driven performance to really kind of showcase their emotions without actually saying it because they're building up this emotional wall between one another. So you have to have that that physical performance. Uh, And I thought they actually did a pretty good job considering how little material there is to work with. Um, The gentleman that plays the the uncle and uh, the brother to um, the husband, he was actually pretty good. Uh, a, a kind of jolt of energy um, to the overall uh, uh, film and narrative. And so I, I actually liked his performance quite a bit. But um, yeah, I think uh, all three of them, since they're, they're kind of the leads, uh, they do a pretty good job. The uh, the child, uh, Lamb Hybrid, um you know, there is a performance there, but it's not really much to discuss. It's mainly the special effects because that's the next thing I want to kind of dive into. Uh, the director is actually well known for visual effects. Like, um, he has worked on several uh, films in the special effects department. And so, uh, the special effects on the Lamb Kid Hybrid are pretty good there's a couple scenes where it definitely feels like an animated lamb head on top of a human body like so there's a couple of shots for sure but for the most part i thought it was pretty excuse me well blended so i will uh give them props on that if like that is your specialty you better make dang sure that like it is great and so i thought the the child was pretty good the end of the movie Reminded me of something out of This is the End. I'll just leave it at that. So, But once again, the whole ending didn't work for me anyway. So I just I really could not suspend my disbelief in that regard. Uh, cinematography is uh, beautiful. Very haunting. Very um, portrait-like. Very paint-worthy. Like it's just, it just showcases the, the world of Iceland to its fullest potential. It feels like a place you want to go there, but also the way the film is made, it feels like a place you don't want to go because it's very horrific at the same time. But the beauty and the the vastness and the the lusciousness of the the mountains and the grass and just the everything about it is just it's very beautiful and on camera, it's uh, a sight to behold. So it's, it's a, an otherworldly place. That's what it feels like. So cinematography also great. There's really nothing else to uh, discuss. Uh, once again, kind of in that zone of uh, it's okay to kind of liking it. So what did you guys think of Lamb? Please please comment down below and let me know. And that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee. And tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.